All right, fellow fact checkers, be sure to head over to Fox and Sons Coffee and check out the best coffee sponsor a guy could ever hope for. And if you use the code FCT for fact check this at checkout, you will get 18% off any order of $25 or more. Also, be sure to check out the subscription packages. And any order of $37.99 or more goes free shipping. Check out the light blend, the dark blend, the uh, medium blend, the electric boogaloo, and the decaf. Be sure to check out Fox and Sons Coffee. So let's start the show. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This Podcast. Back check this podcast, and today I'm going to take a look at one of my favorite sectors to look at, and that is education. Uh, so we're going to start out with a article from the Washington and Washington Examiner's Restore America, and then we'll kind of dip into uh, some of the other statistics behind this article, which we've talked about them before. But it's one of those things that I don't think it gets enough attention, and honestly. Uh, We've seen a kind of a, a a pushback against like uh, privatizing schools, charter schools, stuff like that. There's been a pushback against or a push for more public school funding, which if we look at the actual like dollars, the amount of money that's spent on public schools, the amount of money that's spent on public schools is like leaps and bounds ahead of and way way more than what's what's being spent on private schools like there's a there's a lot of uh there are a lot of leftist politicians who get all up in arms and say that you know all this public all this public money is going to these private schools but what it's the the way that works is it's through vouchers where that a a parent can choose to take their kid out of public school and then allow the tax dollars that the parents pay to follow their kid to those schools so it's not it's not that there's all this public funding that's going to these private institutions it's that they're using the money that the kids parents are paying anyway to having that go towards those institutions that they're choosing to send their kids to which is the way it should be honestly but those schools also still charge tuition and and so on and so forth even when they do get some of that tax dollars and what you're seeing by and large is that the public schools and the way the tax money is actually spent, it almost all goes to like pennies on the dollar are actually going towards the student themselves, towards the actual education of the student, towards the the school programs, towards the uh, athletics programs, stuff like that. Most of that money in the public schools is going to uh, like administration and that type of stuff. Like it doesn't actually go to the kids. So, you know, that's that's where there's this big problem. And anytime they start talking about like how they need more money for the schools, you have plenty of money going to the schools. But I, I think it's like three cents on every dollar is actually spent on students at public schools, especially big inner city public schools. I think it's even worse than that. Whereas the private schools and the charter schools that are are getting money like out of the money that these schools take in, something like 80 percent of that actually goes towards the students and their education. So is it really a problem that the schools don't have enough money or is it a problem that 
there's so much bureaucracy and bullshit with these schools that they don't spend their money wisely and the right way. That was a long intro into something that doesn't actually talk about that in particular, but it's a, it's a good uh, kind of connection into some of this other stuff that's going on with these public schools. So let's take a look at what's going on and how they are going to wreck education just a little bit further. Dozens of school districts embrace equitable grading, setting up students for failure. Equitable grading. I bet you can guess what that means. It's everything you expect, and it's exactly as bad as you expect, which is also why we're going to use this to kind of connect into something else later on. Uh, no child enjoys homework, tests, or the hours one must put in to do well on both. But these tasks are vital to education, and not just for academic reasons. It is through a mundane work of learning the child, uh, that children learn self-discipline and, more importantly, the lesson that success is not given but earned. Small wonder, then, that educators are now doing away with these tools. Self-discipline is just another form of white supremacy, according to the left, as is the idea that people must actually work for what they want. Thus, testing, grades, and any other form of academic rigor are being discarded as outdated symptoms of systematic racism. Several school districts nationwide have embraced this move toward equitable grading, a system in which students are expected to learn classroom material without ever being reported for it or penalized if they fail to do so. Under this new model, homework is assigned but not emphasized, according to the Wall Street Journal. And tests come with multiple retake opportunities, that is, if they're given at all. And behavior, including attendance, is no longer a factor in a student's final grade, because it has nothing to do with whether or not they can write a competent argumentative essay. I assure you, none of them can write competent argumentative essays. We'll get to that in a little bit. According to Tanya Cooney, a teacher support specialist who helped implement equitable grading in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Supporters of this approach say it takes into consideration students with hardships in a way that traditional learning methods don't. Apparently, only students with stable home lives and intentional parents are able to complete work assignments and study for exams. Classrooms are pressure cookers, said Joe Feldman, the pioneer of equitable learning. Students are now able to relax, say, can I, ha I can have a bad day, and spend more time on things. It changes the way the classroom feels. Equitable learning certainly has changed the way classrooms feel and operate, but not for the better. One student who experienced these grading changes for himself said they incentivized poor work habits and noted that even some of the highest achieving students in his Las Vegas high school have stopped showing up to class unless there was an exam. This isn't just a K-12 phenomenon. More than 80% of four-year colleges said in a recent poll that they don't intend to require standardized testing, including the SAT and the ACT, in their applications this fall. The reason? because the tests don't adequately take into account various socioeconomic factors that might affect an applicant's score. Proponents of this equitable learning believe they are helping underprivileged students, but in reality, they are setting them up for failure. Very few successful people would be where they are right now if they had not been forced to develop the character and determination required to succeed. Indeed, equitable education is really its own form of bigotry, one that resigns students to lives of mediocrity, and by never demanding more from them. Why should children from any background, but especially those facing difficulties, expect to succeed if the adults in their lives 
have already assumed they won't. And see, this is really interesting. It it, it talks about and kind of sets up a an interesting. Um, so this equitable equitable learning thing, where there's no there's no grades, there's no um, scoring, there's no testing, there's no accountability. This is one of the things which we've talked about multiple times that they've been doing in some of these like big inner city school programs. In particular, you have Chicago, New York, Baltimore, and Atlanta that I know of for, for certain that do this. And I, I think uh, I was looking at another article earlier, Detroit and... Washington, D.C. also do this to a large degree. Um, they To combat systematic racism and to be equitable to their minority students, specifically inner city black students, they don't have expectations in terms of actual aptitude testing or attendance to the extent that uh, in every single one of those cities upwards of 50 percent of their uh, graduates high school graduates that is are functionally illiterate uh, so this was, I actually have an article, and this was from 2018, and it talks about, um, it talks about Washington, D.C. and Atlanta. See, Washington, D.C. and Atlanta are widely considered to be two of the top four, if not top two, uh, most educated cities uh, because they have incredible graduation rates they also have uh very high levels of college enrollments stuff like that so uh and we could we could go through the article but it's like i said it's from 2015 i'll, I'll include the link to it because a lot of the stats are old and i've actually gone through more uh recent stats within the last year and a half on especially on on uh on atlanta over half of graduating high school students are effectively illiterate, like literally can't read and write above a fifth grade level. In fact, uh, there are a lot of schools in these areas. So the reason that they were, that they went to these equitable grading models is because what they were finding was a lot of minority students in these inner city, like big, you know, teachers union run schools. By the time they hit fourth grade, they were they were running anywhere from uh, sixty to seventy percent illiteracy by the time they hit fourth grade, and a lot of students were actually dropping out of school in fourth and fifth grade because they were illiterate and they couldn't pass any classes and they were being set up for failure in life was kind of the way it, it seemed. 
so so what's the solution to keep kids in school if you as if you are institutionally failing them and not teaching them the things that they need to know instead of changing the way that you go about teaching these kids or trying to model something in a manner that would actually teach them and actually help them learn something and understand what's going on in the world and learn how to read instead of fixing the problem you just eliminate the problem entirely and stop grading based on you know actual results and just start giving grades based on are you a poor black kid you get to pass everything forever honor student and then that creates a new problem because then you have places like especially new york and atlanta and dc that are considered to be highly educated because they have these great graduation rates and these great college enrollment rates so they send these kids off to college who are literally illiterate can't read past a fourth fifth grade level if even that but they've been honor honor students for their entire school careers because they're poor black kids no more reason they haven't done anything to earn it they haven't achieved anything they get their own form of systematic uh, or of uh what, what is it what is it the white people have um privilege yes they get their own they get their inner city poor black kid privilege and then they get just pushed along through school without ever having to pass anything And because they've been honor students this whole time, and they've probably even been class president and stuff like that, because why not? Why not? That's, I mean, that's the way you you need to build people up to make them feel good about themselves. Need to give them hope for life. Never mind that it's a false hope, and, and eventually what's going to happen is they get these grants and these loans, and, and they go away to college, and after a semester or or sometimes even a full year, they might even make it that long. Like, hang on. Think that, you know, the, the ship is going to be righted. They, they take enough remedial classes in that first semester that, that it convinces them that they can actually do this. Hang on for, a, you know, a year or at the very least a semester. Get saddled with twenty to fifty to $75,000 in student loans and grants and debt that they'll never be able to repay. And then they drop out because they're fucking illiterate. And they don't know how to read or write above a fourth or fifth grade level. And they can't do math. And they don't know science. And so they flunk out. They leave school. Now with an extra 50 grand in student debt that they can't afford. And that they'll never be able to pay back because they're fucking illiterate. And they're... You are virtually unemployable. All in the name of equity. And they wonder why our education system is a joke. And they wonder why the people that can afford it are pulling their kids out of these public institutions and sending them to private schools. They wonder why the 
college system is starting to struggle because a lot of these same policies and stuff are being implemented on the colleges and being utilized by the colleges. That's why there are a lot of places that specifically look for somebody without a, a college degree in hiring. Because if you've got a college degree, that means nothing in many fields. There are still some things that it uh, that it's important and has value for, but there is a lot of there is a lot of industry that a degree means jack shit. It just means that you're saddled with debt, and the only reason that they would consider hiring you in that situation is because they know you're not at risk to leave, but you're gonna hang around. Because you have to have the job because you have the debt that you have to be paying off. And that's it. That's your only value is because they know you're going to be around. They can treat you as shitty as they want because you've got to have this job because you've got to pay that debt. It's the only value that your, your college degree brings. I don't understand what the problem with meritocracy is. Other than, see, the idea that merit-based employment and wages and all of that is either racist or sexist or bigoted in some way, the idea that that is true is bigoted in and of itself. You're stating that if it was based strictly on merit, that women and minorities are inferior and would then be left behind. It seems like a pretty bold admission and fairly bigoted. I mean... It's kind of the way it ought to work, though. If you deserve the job and you are the best qualified, most intelligent candidate for the job, then you should get the job. If you can't read and write or do math, then you should fail in school until you either learn or get kicked out. Is that unfair to stupid people and people with learning disabilities and so on and so forth? Maybe. Life's not fair. They have special needs programs. Whatever happened to that? I, I mean, we had somebody that would come around to the kids who were slow and had problems with stuff. We had learning plans and stuff for them. That they had the opportunity to to do stuff at their own pace. Uh, you even had student volunteers. I was a, I was a student volunteer. Like I would tutor the slow kids on how to do math and stuff. Why don't we have 
peer coaching programs. Why are we, instead of asking these kids to learn and providing the resources for them to learn organically and incentivizing others to help them, why are we just changing it to where everybody passes no matter what? And there's no accountability for anyone. It's not because the money's not there. Public education gets way more money, hand over fist, than any private institution. But it's because there's too much bureaucracy. And there are too many administrative positions. And teachers unions have strangled the education out of the education system. The whole thing needs to be set on fire and allowed to burn all the way to the fucking ground. And then something new built up from its ashes because it's it's untenable at this point. It can't be can't be salvaged. Not with the not with teachers' unions and everything the way they are. Yeah, homeschool your kids. Yeah. Send your kids to private school. All of that stuff is correct. And and I agree with it. I, I know I've been very I've been very uh anti the people who who like harp on just pull your kids out of school and homeschool them type of stuff where public education is concerned. Like I I, I am a firm supporter of teach your kids the things they need to know and then send them to public school so they can teach other kids the things that those kids need to know. Uh, people tell me you can't do that all the time. My my daughter uh, had a class project and they were supposed to like write a paper, a, a group paper on a particular, pick a topic of something that was important in the news or that, you know, that was going on in, in the world. And at the time, the Roe versus Wade thing was still fairly fresh, the overturning uh, there. And she was in a group with like three or four other girls and they wanted to write about the overturning of Roe versus Wade and how women were going to die and that this was such a terrible thing. And she went on to explain to them almost verbatim every podcast episode with all of the statistics and everything that I've done backing up why all the things that these girls were saying and believed was complete bullshit and they didn't know what they were talking about. And ultimately the girls decided not to do not to do that topic because the things that they thought they had believed about it or that they thought were true about it were objectively not true and there wasn't actually a story there. Now it would have been better if they had actually gone ahead and done the topic and done it from her perspective and given all of the actual statistics and like explained this is this is what we all thought, but this is the truth of the matter. Like that would have been the preferable, but she changed the she changed the minds of four or five other girls on a very sensitive topic that they that they were objectively wrong on. So yes, you can send your kids into public schools and make differences. Uh, that's what I am actively trying to do with my own kids. But the public school system itself, a handful of kids going in infiltrating the system like like my kids is not going to fix what's wrong with these teachers unions. And that whole thing needs to be burnt to the fucking ground. And I mean, preferably not rebuilt at all. Just move in a different direction. But 
that's for the future. Be sure to tune into all the daily shit this week. Uh, I'll be back on Wednesday with another episode. I'm trying to decide what I want to do. Got a really good one. I'm just trying to figure out what the... I'm trying to figure out what the best way to go about tackling it is. Um, it's about children and and the whole um, transgender transitioning small children stuff. I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm, I may just go in the way I usually do most stuff and just uh, be a blunt instrument on it. But uh, I, I'm trying trying not to not to quite go that route and be a little more uh, tactful with it and, and bring evidence and stuff to back up some of my own uh, thoughts and, and beliefs on the topics that that it covers. But nonetheless, that's uh, I'll figure that out between now and then, and, and that'll be Wednesday's episode. If, it's, if it looks like I'm going to run late because I am working extra days this week, uh, I'm off my regular schedule. There's a slight possibility that it'll come out on Thursday instead of Wednesday, but I'm going to try to avoid that and actually uh, crack down and get it done. So anyway, tune in for that on Wednesday, maybe Thursday, and also all the regular episodes and stuff that I do. Uh, you can check out the morning after, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, excuse me. Peddling Fiction every uh, Tuesday afternoon or evening whenever Johnny releases that. And also we do a live stream every Friday around 2.30 Central p.m. So uh, you can tune in for all of that and head over and follow my Substack. Uh, finished up a look at the Book of James, and next I'm going to be looking at the things God hates. Uh, so that should come out possibly within the next. Uh, it might come out later this afternoon, as a matter of fact. We'll see how I we'll see how I progress with that. Um, I'm 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 actually I've got like six or seven different scriptures that I'm I'm kind of putting together for making the making my case on that one so anyway uh got a lot of stuff going on plus just generally busy with work and my daughter decided to play tennis and yay fun life is exciting oh there will be a three-part series on masculinity the death of and uh how do we rebirth it uh it'll be a like i said three-part series it'll be live streams um there is a three perspectives that we're coming at it from, from the fatherhood perspective, from the workforce perspective, and from a cultural and intellectual and spiritual type of perspective. So going to be a lot of fun with that. As soon as I get schedule put together for those, uh, I'll release that and let people know when to expect the live streams. So yeah, lots going on. So I'm going to go prep for all of that, and I will see you on Wednesday. Later. Before you go, make sure you check out our great sponsor, Agorist Acres. Now, agoristacres.com, you can find over 100 varieties of seeds. They've got vegetables, flowers, all kinds of stuff. They've got heritage brands, everything that you want to start any kind of garden that you need. It's free shipping on any order of $20 or more. They've got cool packaging, and most of the seeds come in a fancy glass vial, no paper envelopes. They accept U.S. dollars and crypto and can easily take either at checkout. Now be sure to head over to agoristacres.com and anything that you get, use the promo code FCT at checkout for 10% off your order. I say all the time that you need to be starting your own garden, you need to be growing your own food, you need to be getting off the grid and becoming less dependent on grocery stores and stuff like that. 
Agorist Acres is a great first start. They have got everything you need for whatever kind of garden you want. Great people, great product, highly recommend. So go check them out. Thank you.